Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Christmas time is in the mirror. No, no, take two, take two. Christmas time is coming up, so I thought I would call Valerie Holmes of Odyssey Travel to see where people are going. Valerie, of course, has uh, been a regular here on Lincoln Live to talk about uh, all things travel. Although 2020, did we even call each other in 2020, Valerie? I don't think we did. No, Dale. Good morning. We did not. No. Um, 2020 was a year that um, all I did was cancel and rebook people and help them get rescheduled. And and uh, so, yeah, we did not visit much last year. Oh, boy. Well, that's behind us. But the 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 hangover, I guess I will call it from COVID in 2020 is is still out there. And we'll get to as much as we can here. Let's stay domestic for Christmas. A lot of people do that. They just travel uh, and save up and travel for the holidays. What are the domestic travel restrictions that you face on a daily basis right now? Well, really, with, if you're staying within the 48 states, there really is no basic um, restrictions as far as flying, you know, wearing your mask, um, that which has been been around for a couple of years now. The, the um, certain cities, however, um, are requiring uh, vaccinations. New York City, San Francisco, Los Angeles, uh, and the Vail Resorts in Colorado um, if you're going to uh, dining, uh, the theaters, concerts, um, you have to show a vaccination card to get into the restaurant and to get into any of those uh, venues. Having a vaccination card is your safest bet, because I think some people think in their back pocket they can pull out that 72 hour ago test that proves that they're negative. A lot of places won't take that. That is correct. That is correct. Um, cruise lines, for example, um, they started out with that um, in the beginning of the year, but um, with so many cases that broke out on, on the vessels once they started cruising, they had to uh, unfortunately mandate that vac- vaccination cards are required to get on board a ship. All right. You've taken me to cruises. Are people turning back to those? You know, there are not as many sailing as there once was, obviously. Um, Alaska is probably, I feel, one of my biggest uh, strengths for May through the September season. And since we couldn't uh, touch into Canada uh, because they're not allowing us in there yet, the, they got a special uh, restriction where you could sail out of Seattle and you didn't have to touch an international port so this, that was a lot of people jumped on those and the ships were being full. Um, but again, you had to have a uh, on that. You had to have a negative test 72 hours prior, along with your vaccination card or else you were denied boarding once you got into the Seattle port. What's the situation now? You and I were talking before the program started cruises in general or just specific cruise uh, companies are requiring only only the proof of vaccination and and not the 72-hour negative test? To my knowledge, uh, the cruise lines are all requiring you have to have a vaccination card. You can't 
you pull out of your back pocket the 72-hour negative test. Has to be a vaccination card. That is correct. All right, let's emphasize that because if you're still making your plans and you think, well, I'll just test negative before I go, that's that's not going to cut it anymore. Valerie Holmes, yeah, Valerie Holmes from Odyssey Travel here as we catch up on all things travel. All right, traveling internationally, what kind of headaches does that present for you? Okay, well, a couple of things um, that passports has been the toughest thing that we've gone through this summer. Usually it takes to renew a passport, Dale, four to six weeks in the in a couple of years back. Now it's taking 14 to 16 weeks to get a passport back. If you expedite it, you'll get it back maybe in 12 weeks. Um, I can count on a hand of how many families over the months of July and August that had to cancel their trips because they didn't get their passports back. Um, I had two uh, two couples that were to going to, to Cozumel for diving uh, the, over Labor Day weekend. They sent their passports in the same day, 1st of May. The husband got his back the 1st of July. The wife just got hers back last week. Valerie, that's three to four months. Yes. That's how backlogged they are. So if I sent it in today, I should plan on it not being available until either the end of the year or the first part of 2022. That is correct. Oh, my gosh. And that's for international travel when you update your passport. Right. So okay. even if you're renewing it or if you're just if you if you have never if you're an individual that has never had a passport or if you're renewing your passport, it's pretty much taken the same time. All right. Are there countries that you are familiar with that uh, that allow you to have a negative COVID test or what's the procedure once you arrive at an international country? So let's start with Mexico because that's the easiest. Okay. Right now, um, I've been there twice this year. I went to Cancun area and then a couple of months later I was in Cabo San Lucas. When you arrive into Mexico, there's nothing that you, when, before you depart U.S., you have to fill out a lot of information on uh, an app that the airlines give you, whatever airline you're flying on. And it's a, it's a medical form. You have to download your passport. And then once you arrive into Mexico, nothing happens. It's just like normal. You slide your passport through the con, uh, customs control. They, they give you back your tourist card and away you go. Now, when it's coming back out of Mexico, 72 hours prior to departing back to U.S., most major hotels are offering the free COVID testings on property. So like we were in Cabo, we went to the hotel, they're set up in the ballroom and you walk in, they're all in these hazmat suits, kind of freaks you out, right? You walk in and you sit down, they take a nasal swab from you. It lasted not even three minutes. You leave and then that evening we had an email um, saying that we were tested negative. And then we went down and printed it off, so we had a hard copy as well. And then the next day, you have to download this app on that same app that's on your phone from the airline that's showing that you are, you are negative. And then when you get to the airport, you fill out another uh, customs as, uh, immigration form as far as medical. The airline checks you in, gives you your boarding pass, and then um, 
you go through customs as normal. If you do not do that last step, then you, you're just going to wait till you do it. When you get to the airport, it takes more time at the ticket counter. Mm-hmm. So this is just another thing to help expedite it. And that's the situation in Mexico. Has it been your experience that it's it's similar at other international locations? Well, so every um, once you get into the Caribbean islands, that's a whole different game because every island has different restrictions. And this has probably been the hardest thing for a travel agent to sell because clients going to Aruba, you have to do five different things. Clients going to Antigua, it's uh, four different entry forms that you have to fill out. Barbados, once you get on property, you have to take another, uh, once you arrive at the airport, they transfer you to the resort. They do a test right there at the resort. You cannot leave your room until they come back and tell you that you tested negative. Jamaica, you know, right now they they've you have to take a test 72 hours prior getting in, and still doing forms as well. But no matter where you're traveling outside of the U.S., everybody coming back in has to take a, a COVID test 72 hours prior at whatever resort, whatever country they're at to get back into the U.S. Valerie Holmes joining me on Lincoln Live from Odyssey Travel. Uh, I know it's your business, Valerie, but everything that you've said up to this point kind of talks me out of traveling internationally. <laughs> Has it taken the fun out of it for you? Well, you know, I've been doing this over 30 years, yes. and I tell you, I've never, ever um, had things change so much. It just seems like they come out with a bulletin, they come out with a warning, and one hour later, it's changed. Or this destination is now closed down. You know, the biggest, tr- the biggest, hardest thing for me was was Hawaii. The the islands that every island had a different restriction. Um, I love my job. I love to help people fulfill their dreams. Um, and and right now, for everybody traveling, I, you really need to have someone in your back pocket to call and help you mm-hmm. and that's what that's what a travel agent does we're we're the advisor we're the experts to get you through all this stuff i would never tell anybody to stop traveling but you have to be informed you have to have a lot of patience because you know the airports are full they're half staffed restaurants at each of these properties they're not fully staffed um when we were in cabo they were only taking 70 percent uh reservations so therefore, they don't have as many people um, working at the resort. So, yeah, it was it was a little bit slower than what you're used to. But if you still want to go and have that adventure, you just have a lot of have to have a lot of patience. Oh, Valerie, you bring up an excellent, excellent point. Never has a travel agent been more important in the life of a traveler than right now. You're on top of it. It's it's too much for the average traveler to try to catch up on travel agents and you in particular from Odyssey Travel all over it. Before I run out of time, I want to find out if you've, because you've done a lot of flying, uh, any ugly encounters aboard an airplane, passengers wearing masks, anybody? We hear about them, don't know how frequent they are. They seem like it happens a lot, but have you encountered any problems aboard an airplane with passengers wearing masks? Unfortunately, I haven't, Dylan. I've been in an airplane every month since March um, throughout the United States. And, and like I said, you know, internationally, the mask people, um, you know, the people that I feel sorry for, the airline stewardesses. And I seem to always have a conversation with one of them on the flights. And they're saying, you know, this has been the hardest I've ever had to work in my life. Um, I'm scared sometimes. They have a new announcement that they wait, that they make. And, and a lot of them 
tweak it and say, please don't make me come by and ask you to put your mask on. Please do the right thing. Please wear the mask for yourself and for the person sitting next to you. So I have not thankfully had any experience. Everybody on every flight has has been good travelers. There's been no instances um, with any really or upsetting uh, people on the aircraft. Oh, that's that's good. I'm happy for you on that. Boy, there's a lot to know. So if you're still wanting to travel in 2021, if it involves a passport, good luck with that. If it doesn't, you need to get a hold of a travel agent. And Valerie Holmes has been our expert today from Odyssey Travel. Thanks, Valerie. Thanks, Dale. Thanks, everybody, for being here on Lincoln Live.